Today is June 23rd, and you're listening to This Day in Cardinal History on Claves Online. Powered by Ameren, Illinois, and driven by Munganash St. Louis Acura, I'm Joe Roderick. Today we look back at a contest that many Cubs fans will remember as the Ryan Sandberg game. But it was also on this day that another future MVP had himself a day that doesn't get the same amount of love. Moving on to June 23rd, 1984, in a game that was best remembered for Ryan Sandberg's two late-inning game-tying home runs, Willie McGee hits for the cycle in a 12-11 loss in 11 innings to the Cubs, triple in the second inning, a fourth-inning frame single, a sixth-inning home run, and an RBI double in the 10th inning. The Cardinals center fielder drives in six runs for the day in that Wrigley Field contest. And, and Rick, um, while as great as Willie McGee was, I always remember when Bruce Suter served up that home run pitch to Ryan Sandberg. It, he snapped his fingers and got mad at himself for laying one into a really good player in Sandberg. What an electric game that was at Wrigley Field. Well, you know, the configuration of Wrigley Field is tough to, to get around in for the media. And <clears throat> generally, the reporters go down to find a, a seat in the box seat area around the end of the eighth inning or the start of the ninth, then they can hop on the field and you have to go up the stairs into the dugout and then up the steps to the, to the visiting clubhouse. So it's, it's quite a process. But I went down there at the top of the ninth, <clears throat> and, of course, Sandberg homers in the ninth to tie the game. Cardinals had led most of the game. They like a 9-2 to two lead or something up behind uh, uh Well, Neil Allen got in that game, and, uh, and that was... Uh, Ralph Cinderella started his only start for the Cardinals, I think, and, and he, had, he couldn't couldn't do it either. Anyway, there's a big fat guy sitting in front of me. I found the seat behind a big fat guy, and uh, um, Cub fan, it's okay, you know, he had the old style. He's having to enjoy himself. <clears throat> and then Cardinals go ahead in the tenth uh, with a couple runs, and here comes Sandberg in the bottom of the tenth, and he doesn't win the game, but he ties it again. <clears throat> and this uh, fellow in front of me. And lumbers to his feet and spills his beer on me in the back of him. <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> once he noticed what he had done, he says, oh, sorry, buddy. And I said, well, you know, it was a kind of an important event for him, so I let it go. And uh, uh, the game soon ended, and I guess I'm, I must have smelled like the Old Style Brewery when I went into the clubhouse up there. But <laughs> Anyway, to get back to the original point, one of the game was probably the best second banana game in baseball history. That's a great point. When you think about what he was able to do, Nashy televised game on a Saturday, and uh, it had a little bit of everything. The game was NBC's Game of the Week, and Bob Costas was on the call. He has since referred to the game as, quote, epic. Sandberg would go on to win the 1984 MVP, and in 1985, it was Willie McGee who was awarded that honor. This is This Day in Cardinal History on Claves Online, powered by Ameren, Illinois, and driven by Munganash St. Louis Acura. Right now, through July 6th, Munganash Acura wants to show their appreciation to all first responders and healthcare workers by offering them $750 towards buying or leasing a new 2020 Acura. For details, contact Munganash St. Louis Acura today. We'll be back tomorrow with more great Redbird memories on this day in Cardinal history. Be sure to check out all of the other great interviews and features on ClavesOnline.com and be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes, Google, and Spotify. 
I'm Joe Roderick. We love talking to the president and chairman of Ameren, Illinois. He is Richard Mark. Emergency Operations Center acts as kind of a central command center, and everything is dictated from there. They tell the crews that are out in the field where to go, where the main breakers are to go to to de-energize the line, and then they verify that that line is closed, and they're able to tell five, six, seven hundred people that are working out in the field exactly where to go to make the proper repairs to get our system back on in a storm situation. 